Dude, so tell me tell me about that Yankees game, dude. First of all, we see them drop the first two in Milwaukee, bro. That rough, dude. Come back and get the win, which was really crazy in that third game. And then this Pirates game, once again, really, really shitty start. But we got it going, bro. We got and and in between all of that, dude, we get to see it. 58, 59, and 60 by Judge. And then Stanton, man, walk off, grand slam, end the game. I mean, what else do you want, dude? This is this is all the drama you could ever ask for. And we're still in September. Yeah, it's just, to me, this is, this is where you've got to put things together. And that's as simple as that. You know, like, you got to prove that you want it more than anybody else. And what we saw last night was in the ninth inning with no outs, Aaron Judge hits a one-shot dinger, you know? He got the score to the point where we could at least now at that point come back. And, yeah, it took a grand slam to do so. But I, I look at this moment and I see it I see it really clearly that this team wants it. This team wants it really, really bad. So, again, I, I look at each individual uh, person last night not getting started right but ending the game the way we needed to end it stanton's monster monster grand slam was truly spectacular the team is is going to you know get around him and 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 really show support here uh this is this is exactly what you want and i get excited about it because this is our opportunity to play for aaron judge to prove to him that he should stay here you know yeah because if we go out there and we have a piss poor postseason and a piss poor end of the year, mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard to get Aaron Judge to stay. And I think that's what we're trying to do right now is prove, hey, we've got a team. Let's go ahead and work something out here. You know, and I know there's a lot of background noises that we're hearing uh, from over, over in this Met side about Aaron Judge and and Conan Cohen, whatever, paying big bucks to get him. We, well, we're hearing rumors of possibly even fifty or sixty million a year. Yeah, like I saw uh, something like four years, two hundred million. Yeah, man, four years, two hundred million is, is is rumors. Now, it's people talking, but listen, this is this is going out there so that people will be like, "Oh, hey, you guys hear about this Aaron Judge shit?" Because if Aaron Judge gets wind of it, which no doubt he has now, guess what's going to happen? He has a starting point, and if a team is willing to pay four years, two hundred million dollars, and then at the age of 30, whatever, he has another opportunity to sign another contract like that. And you can play for eight years, almost $400 million. Bro, that's crazy numbers. That's that's what we're talking about. And he has that opportunity, then he needs to go get it because like how many opportunities is a guy going to get to make $200 million in four years in the game of baseball? Dude, he bet on himself. Hit the jackpot, bro. Hit the fucking jackpot. And listen, if he goes and he gets to 65, 66, you know? Okay, so... And then he goes off in the playoffs, and he goes off in the playoffs and wins a championship, then all of a sudden Aaron Judge, I mean, we could be talking about an insane deal that the Yankees are going to have to match from the Mets, like a $60 million deal. Bro, and we've never seen anything like it because... I mean, this guy is peaking at a high level for the first time ever, and he's fucking clean, and he's not he's not steroid injected or anything else like that, and he's in the prime, 
And if he stays healthy, this is what a team is going to get every year from him. All right, dude. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I remember when we were kids and we were hanging out and we were watching Maguire and Sosa, you know, going after it. I remember probably about this point in the season, you looked at the games left. I think Maguire was probably around 62 at this point. Uh, I'm just guessing, dude. Somebody should look this shit up and kind of see where it judges compared to Maguire. But I remember you calling it, bro, and you were like, he could get to 70. And I laughed because... Well, everybody laughed because it was an unheard of number. Right. And he did, bro. But And, and that's the thing. It's all about getting hot. And, right. and, like, could Judge do that? Could Judge hit 10 home runs in the last... I think there's... 16 or whatever yeah, games? 15 or 16, you're right. Yeah. Hell yeah, he could. And we could be talking about a true record here. Not a asterisk, you know. Yeah. But steroid record. And Barry Bonds, I think Barry Bonds hit 72. Well, yeah, I, I know. I'm just saying, but 70 would be known as the number from this point on. If he got to 70, it would be all about 70. Do I think he could do it? Yes. Does that, hey, listen, if he does it, it means the Yankees get super fucking hot and we start winning and they don't want to take anything away and we want to push that into the playoffs, right? Yeah. That's the only reason that he gets to 70. Yeah, I saw them say before the game last time that our magic number was 11. So after the win, I'm guessing it's obviously 10. But obviously, if other teams lose and things like that, I'll move up a little bit faster. So, like, I'm not paying attention to the magic number too closely yet, you know, because, like, yeah, we can control our own destiny at this point. But um, are we going to really win? 10 of the last 15 games, like, that would be fucking sick. That would be, like, what you're talking about. Like, us just grabbing the bull by the horns, getting hot at the right time, and going into the playoffs the hottest team in baseball. That's that's what you want. Like, who really gives a fuck how the regular season goes as long as you're hot going into the playoffs? Yeah, and, and I think that's what we need to consistently look about at this team and recognize – you know, Rizzo's getting back. Donaldson hopefully could get back beforehand. Uh, you know, we just got Araldus Chapman back. So all the pieces are starting to come together for this team to make that push before the playoffs. So, again, Judge gets hot. Uh, who knows where he ends up? But I do know that I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets, you know, to 61 or 62, whatever it is, next game. So Yeah, I mean, that would be kind of like, pressure off even though we still want more right those are the numbers that everybody doesn't judge doesn't deal with pressure like the normal person does and i think that's what's so impressive about him is that like you know we saw it when he his rookie year you know he hit the 50 plus home runs 52 i think it was and you know like every single time everybody was like oh pressure to get to 50 you know break the rookie record mm -hmm. and he just got up and he bat you know, battled every single day and I think that's the thing. It's consistency with Judge that we see. And yeah, it could be this week. It could be. It could be tomorrow. It could be next week that he gets that record. But I, I mean, you know, to me, it's all about the wins at this moment. You could even yeah. ask Judge, would you rather get to sixty-two or stay at or sixty-three or whatever sixty-two and or stay at the number that you're at right now and and hang tight for the rest of the season? But you guys win the championship. Obviously, he's going to pick. It's all about the team. You know, he doesn't give a shit about the record right now. Right. You know, like, 
he wants his team to do well. He wants his team to start playing well. And that's what he cares about. And so, you know, yes, him hitting the, the home run last night was big. But being able to celebrate it and celebrate Stanton's home run felt way better than him, him hitting a home run in the ninth inning and still getting beat by six or right. five, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and if you talk about your favorite Yankees teams in history, the ones that really capture your imagination, it's always teams that never give up. When it seems like they're out, like they begin rallies. And as long as you got an out, you got a hope, right? And mm. that's what it felt like last night. Like, there is no reason we win that game other than these guys' belief in themselves. And when you have that and the whole world is talking about how you're done, but you still believe in each other, that's when you get a result like we saw last night. Yeah, and then you start getting fans back in the stands consistently and start believing in you again. And I think that's the most... You get a rally caps going, bro. You get the energy. That's what's so great about September baseball in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Is when the Yankees are doing well, you start getting this like, you know, it's the quiet buzzing going back. Yeah. You know, is this is this the next one? Is this the next one? Is this the right. next one? And then it just starts getting louder and louder. And then by the end, like the buzzing in the stadium, the constant buzzing is just these voices constantly talking about the Yankees, 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 you know, and it's constant. Yeah. I, I'm telling you guys, if you've never had an opportunity to go watch Yankees baseball in Yankee Stadium, when the noise is going because it's September and they think that this is the year they're going to win, it's so worth it. I mean, it really, really is. I, we've been to, um, you know, uh, Mark, Brian, Adam, and our brother John. We all went to a Boston uh, Red Sox game against the Yankees in 2004. Uh, and there was that same buzz in Boston that was going on. Is this going to be the year that we break the curse? Is this going to be the year? Is this going to be the year? And, man... It's something that's beautiful. I, I, I wish that I could go back and, and go to more games in September, um, but I know they have a, a long life to live, so hopefully I can get back to some se- September baseball. Bro, that was a crazy game. Let's let's go down memory lane real quick. 2004, we're at Fenway. Um, it's also the time when the Democratic National Convention is going to be there, or there yep. it is happening. Um, and John Kerry came out to throw out the first pitch. The we didn't know that any of this shit was happening when we booked our trip, right? So Massachusetts Senator gets booed like crazy. Now, I've gone back and watched the replay. There was some cheering going on when you listen to the TV version, but nowhere around me was cheering. I'll tell you that yeah, right now. It was deafening. We get there for batting practice, bro, and like Gary Sheffield is out there and um, different things like that. But um, I'm out there trying to you know catch a home run ball or two, and... Um, Mariano Rivera's out there, you know, catching fly balls. And he sees me with a Yankees hat surrounded by Red Sox fans, bro. And he walks up to me and he throws me a ball. Bro, Mariano Rivera threw me a fucking ball at Fenway, (laughs) dude. That's awesome. I was, like, literally surrounded by Red Sox fans, and he put it right in my hand. And I don't don't know how, like, obviously he's he's the greatest. So, of course... He has accuracy, but like, I don't know how I caught it. Let's put it that way because I'm not great at catching yeah. shit, but he put it there, dude. And I didn't drop it. Cause, um, yeah, if I had one of those other it, guys would have got it, dude. So I've always, I've always looked at that as like one of the really special memories, like getting to that game and so many things happening and then getting a souvenir, you know? And, uh, Gary Sheffield hit a home run in that game, but Yankees got killed. You remember this? Yeah, dude. 
uh, I'm sure you stood up like I did, but I stood up and started cheering for Gary Sheffield's home run that he just hit. And uh, I got beer thrown at me. I got uh, hats. I got Boston hats thrown at me. I mean, I got all this shit thrown at me. And I, I looked to my left and to my right, and there's security guards standing next to me, like staring back at the people. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, I guess that's a good thing they're here to protect me. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't get too much Because it got crazy there for a minute. I But I, I wore my Yankees hat the whole game. And, like, I've met people that were like, like, oh, wow, you I can't believe you actually wore that. That was dangerous. I'm like, yeah. if we had one, it would have been even more dangerous. I, I mean, here's the thing. One time when I was living in Puerto Rico, bro, I um I went down this um uh, this waterfall slide that yeah. I mean, it's it's a waterfall more than a slide. And there were like rocks and like I smacked my face on the rock. And so, of course, like I had blood everywhere. Yeah. But like, like I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything. Like that one time when I we went to the um, the Wendy's with my, my um, yeah. shirt soaked in blood because we had been boxing. Like, I don't mind a few battle scars. Anyway, so I had blood all over my face and open cut. And so we just like, we go to McDonald's, bro. We're just like, all right, let's go. We never go to McDonald's, but we'll, we'll go get some ice cream cones or whatever, dude. Kids wanted it. So we do that and like this guy's like man your face it's all fucked up man and i'm like yeah yeah he's like you know there's a hospital they'll stitch that shit up for you for free get a, should get over there i'm like i'm good man i appreciate it though he's like dude it's your face man i'm like i'm good bro i appreciate it though and i was always grateful to him for giving me that story cuz i i mean obviously you got a scar you need a story with it but that's kind of how i feel like if somebody had punched me in the face at Fenway, dude, I would have loved it. I would have walked around with blood all over my face and just been proud of it, been like, dude. I mean, I, I kind of wish I had got punched in the face just so I had that story, but nobody punched me in the face, so unfortunately, I, I don't have a story. I, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I have a story for me hitting my face on the rock or not, but the reality is is that when we all look at every single season, of this Yankees, 2004 was one of the most miserable seasons as as a Yankee fan. Um, period. Uh, yeah, it, it stung pretty fucking bad. But and and I think I think the the worst thing about it all was that, like, the curse started with us. Yeah. And then it ended with us because they went eight games in a row to win the championship, and I think that's the thing that's kind of sucked the life out of everything at that moment of our lives. But, yeah. you know, we still were able to bounce back a few years later and win another one. So I guess it all worked out. Yeah, but let's just admit it, dude. That that really fucked us up, dude. And we're ready to get back on track. And I feel like I'm feeling some good vibes right now, dude. I'm feeling some good vibes. And definitely looking forward to, you know, getting – we're 62 out of the way for judge that way we can move to the next the next thing which is really man just like figuring out a way to get everybody a little bit of rest right before the playoffs so we'll see how the fuck that works out bro hopefully that happens but who knows we may not get that going into it but we'll see bro 